listening to the Cream of the Crop with Cat Cream, only on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Cam Glen Radio and I'm your host Kat Gibson with you all the way through until one o'clock. So on today's show, I'm going to be talking to Casey Mordassi and she's going to be telling me all about editing Hugh McDonald's rambles around Glasgow, a travelogue long before that was even a sort of thing. And we'll also be hearing about that and from a young singer called Sally Ain, Call It Home, as well as music from the likes of Tidelines and maybe even a little bit of Patsy Cline later on. But let's get started with today's music. This is Calvin Harris and Ellie Goldings, their track Miracle. If I could heal the world I'd want to hear her sounds Let the wind take the lead Watch her howl through the trees Whisper all around She'd have more of a say She'd grow would be rooted to the earth A bond that couldn't break Nothing left to pluck and take Use and waste at birth I put my ear to the ground So I'm eye to eye with beauty Of those who believed She lay beneath them When all alone Listen, listen There's a place I go It's a different high Oh no Touch me, I get vulnerable in a different line. Oh no.
There you go. That was the Eves there with After the Love. And before that, you heard from Calvin Harris with Ellie Goldings and Miracle. Love the sound of Caroline and Maurice's vocals there on that After the Love. That's a huge, big pop song there. Now, we are going to be listening to, before we do that, we're going to do the National Day. So today is the 22nd of March and it is World Water Day, which was established by the United Nations in 1992 and was in response to the global water crisis. Now, I know you're thinking, why are we worried about water in Glasgow? West of Scotland, notoriously wet, but there are other countries that haven't got the same ability or indeed the same sort of water amounts to to draw on. And you were hearing about them at the start of the month about the Marshall Islands, which is islands that have covered in seawater but they don't really have enough water to support crop growing on their countries. Also countries like Malawi that suffer from terrible droughts. So it's important that we learn how to conserve water and spread awareness and it is water day. So before we're going to listen to the view and this is Feels Like.
brand new one from The View with It Feels Like. I'm sure that's going to be huge at the festivals in the summer. Now, Sharon McGinney does a show here on Tuesday mornings called The Mixed Bag from 10 o'clock. And she plays a great selection of pop, rock and some country tunes. But this is from Supertramp. Take the long way home.
there you go. Super Tramp there with Take the Long Way Home. And if you like that, make sure you're listening to Sharon McGinney Tuesday mornings right here on Cam Glen Radio with our mixed bag from 10 o'clock. Coming up next then, we have got new pop sensation. It's Katie Baser with a song called Pretty Boys. We had our first date three weeks ago on Monday. He took me out for dinner, then he asked me back to his place. Mate, he was like six eight with huge arms and a fit face. Then he opened up his mouth and I was like, what? No way. What you so boring for? It's like talking to a door. I swear I cannot be asked to do this anymore. But you look nice in this light. Don't tempt me because I just might stay for another glass of wine. I know how this ends. Oh, not another one. Here we go again. How can someone look so pretty but have nothing in
attention Does it make you crave for more? Can you wish you were someone When you fall down the rabbit hole? Does it get your attention? Does it make you crave for more? Can you wish you were someone When you fall down the rabbit hole? Friday 31st of March Cam Glen presents live events are back in our venue number 18 Rutherglen get your tickets for an evening of garage rock featuring gelatine middle class guilt and fat black cats tickets are £7 plus booking fee and we have a licensed bar so it's strictly over 18s only doors open at 7.30pm just search for Cam Glen presents tickets Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Okay, so there you heard from Katie Baser with Pretty Boys and brand new one from Lori's called Algorithm Gods. That was what we were playing just before you heard, of course, about Camblame Presents on the 31st. So that is next Friday. We're having three bands here. Come along, join in the fun and listen to some brand new music, particularly with the price of the tickets. Currently um, coming to see three bands, it's an absolute joy and great to hear live music happening. Now, talking about live music, Sam Ryder is currently out on tour and playing to capacity crowds. He's going to be in the Barrowlands tonight. It's a sold out show and he's touring with his debut album, There's Nothing But Spaceman. And I'm sure he's going to be playing a huge part in the forthcoming Euro event Eurovision event in May. So this is Sam Ryder with Put A Light On Me. I tie some time when I sleep at night Too many things on my mind I can't change it I see shadows on the walls of the cave tonight Give me fire, help me rewire my primitive
was Sam Ryder there with Put A Light On Me from his debut album called Nothing But Spaceman. And like we said, I've just been watching some of his social media feeds where he's been showing pictures of currently out on tour. Apart from the absolutely impressive looking jumpsuits, he's got some great guitar playing going on as well. So Sam Ryder back out on tour and is playing Glasgow tonight. We are now going to do some community announcements. Hold on. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. So, Universal Connections Rutherglen are holding walks every Monday, meeting outside their base on Burnhill Street at 11 o'clock. Some walks will be in the local area and at other times you'll be bused to take a walk further afield. For more information, call Graham on 0141 647 3101. That's 0141 647 3101. Cam Glenn Presents, we're delighted to announce the return of our Cam Glenn Presents gigs with performances from the artists featured here on Cam Glenn Radio. The first gig returned with Fat Black Cats, other cats are available, Gelatine and Middle Class Guilt headlining the first one in over three years. Doors open at half past seven on Friday the 31st of March and the tickets are £7 plus booking fee or £10 on the night. That's three bands for the cost of £10. Borough Primary are looking for prom outfits for girls and boys aged 11 and 12, including dresses, suits, shoes, jewellery, skirts, trousers and shirts. Items can be handed into the school to help the kids who may be struggling to afford the new prom outfit. And that's your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. Now I'm going to play you a little track from somebody called Mackenzie Porter. Now Mackenzie was one of the stars, standout stars of Country to Country, which took part in London, Dublin and Glasgow. And this is her track called Pick Up. Or that sunshine state sticker on the gateway got in the spring break town. Damn, it's been a minute since I've been in it. Now I'm thinking about whose hands at the window on the windows Oh, no. 
That was Mackenzie Porter there with her song Pick Up. Now, I have got a very special guest in the studio with me today. I have got Casey Mordassi, who's going to be talking to us all about the book that she has been editing about Hugh McDonald's Rambles Around Glasgow. That's Is that right? right? Yep. Excellent. Why don't you tell me a little bit about... I mean, I discovered Hugh in lockdown, as I think maybe some people did when we were all encouraged to go out on our daily walks. And I had signed up for one of these walks... And we went to Glasgow Green and I heard about Hugh McDonald. But before that, I don't think I'd ever heard of who Hugh was or why he was a, a, a person of note, why yeah. there was a statue to him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about him either. And I discovered him in a very similar way to you, Kat. Um, I was walking on Glasgow Green and I was doing research for another book, actually. And as I was walking out of Glasgow Green, I saw the plaque on the ground at one of the gates that says Hugh McDonald's rambles around Glasgow was, you know, written about... Um, Glasgow Green and other places and I took a wee note of it and I thought oh that could be useful for my book that I'm doing on Glasgow's history and I looked it up and I started reading it and I was interested in you know reading out bridges particularly because that's what my, my book was going to be on but then I started reading it and it was really really good and I thought um, this needs to be available because it, it was on Google Books you know which is I mean it's available in a sense but you can't pick it off a bookshelf mm-hmm. so I got to like Hugh just through hearing his voice and that um, through the book and through his rambles and then I started editing it into like a proper new edition of a book and then I started putting in notes and this is where the rabbit hole started because he um, was writing contemporary um, articles for a magazine, uh, for a newspaper I beg your pardon, at the time. So he's mentioning all these things that are really current from the 1850s, which are not really current anymore. So I started to sort of explain who he's talking about and what he's talking about and ended up writing like 1,300 notes <laughs> on it. And after that, um, obviously, I had to research him as well and do an introduction about him and his life. And, I mean, he was a fascinating guy. Yeah. He started off in the textile industry as a child labourer, um, only went to school till he was about nine. And then he was into um, bleach fields doing cotton printing Yet despite that, he managed to educate himself, became a really big fan of poetry and literature and history and geography and basically everything. It puts you to shame when you read the book, how much he knows. And he's just such a likable man. He was really, really well liked at the time and then well remembered for Mm -hmm. decades. Mm -hmm. And there's still, I mean, you and I hadn't heard of him until recently, but there's still many people who will know Mm -hmm. who we're talking about because there are people who have read his book and Mm -hmm. have done the walks on Glasgow Green and other places. Yeah, because he was basically like the Tom Weir of his day or the Paul Merton of his day. He was going around and sort of describing what these places were like. And this was at the start of the trains, you know, and people getting time off maybe on Mm -hmm. a a Saturday or a Sunday. They got a day off and could maybe have some leisure time to go and explore other areas. The other thing that I find is, like you were saying, it's quite readable. I thought this might be quite dry because <laughs> it was old-fashioned. Yeah. 
But it isn't, and I like the fact that he kept talking about things like, oh, here's a, you know, a bit of poetry from Alan Ramsey. And for people who don't know, Alan Ramsey's really a contemporary of Robert Burns. Mm -hmm. And they sort of follow on from each other. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this, <laughs> it's like all these different things. Like you were saying, it's basically like the Instagram of its day. <laughs> all the different links. Yeah, lots of different links. Um, although he never gave any references for his poetry. So that was one of the things that did my head in, trying to find <laughs> what he's quoting all the time. But then I think that is because people would have known the mm -hmm. poems of the day. He wouldn't have been quoting something that was obscure. No. Because people did do poetry. They did quote poetry to each other. It was something that was sort of done a lot more of. Yeah, definitely. Like, we quote song lyrics to each other and uh -huh. don't think anything of it. And also, he wouldn't have been looking these things up. You know, they're just coming off the top of his head, these uh, he bits of poetry. He might not necessarily have known what poem he's taking <laughs> He might not from. have known. There's at least one bit where he says, Alan Ramsey, and it isn't, it's Burns, or it's the other way around. There's one where I've had to put in the footnote, he's not actually right when he says this is that uh, poet. But he's just remembering it, you know. Because he didn't have Google to go, <laughs> go and fact check when he was writing Unfortunately not. Uh, the other thing I was uh, I was interesting about, did you do the walks? Did you go and, and, and start discovering these places? Um, I've done little bits. I have not done, I mean, there's like 21 walks in this book and I haven't done them all. Some of them are really, really far. I mean, they go as far as Strathblane to mm -hmm. the north, right up mm -hmm. to Lennox Town and down to Eaglesham in the south. And yeah, it's like 15 miles a day. It's, it's <laughs> long. It's not good for a wee walk. No, here. it's not a wee walk. You would need all day. Sometimes it's a 30-mile round trip. Um, so no, I uh, didn't do most of them. I Obviously, I did you know, the green um, and walked along the river. And there's a couple of bits where I've had to research where I just could not find anything on the internet or in books. And one of those was Cathkin, where there's this basalt structure like the Giant's Causeway that's uh -huh. mentioned. And I, you know, I'm Google Mapsing it and I'm trying to look at Google where I can't find it. So eventually I just went out to Cathkin, looked around and around, asked everybody, people who'd been there for 20 years, 30 years, no sign of it apart from lots of basalt chippings. So ah. my conclusion was... It's think, been taken away. I think it's been, it's taken been away. used but for something else. If anyone can correct me, and there is still like a giant's causeway in Cathkin, if they can point me to it, I would love to see it. Absolutely, yeah. And the other thing was, how did you get into writing? How did writing start for you? Well, I've always written, you know, it's one of those things, um, like since I was a child, I've written stories um, and then became more... Uh, dedicated to it I suppose after um, I was a missionary in Albania for a while and my mother pointed out that there was um, a book competition um, and I wanted to write a novel that would capture some of my experiences and some of the things I'd learned about Albania so I wrote a novel called Leda and that was sort of my first proper venture into writing and that was shortlisted for the prize so that was encouraging and after that um, I didn't really look back I've you know I've been doing short stories novels, also history, quite a lot of history books, um, um, on St. Patrick, St. Augustine, Robin Hood. And mm -hmm. now this, obviously I haven't written this book, but I've written quite a lot of notes on yeah. this book, which again is history, because those are like my passions, writing and history. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. And you were saying about being a missionary in Albania. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was under the impression, probably obviously very wrongly, that missionary work was something that was done in the 1800s and we didn't need missionary anymore. So how how did that come about? What was that sort of work entailing? Yeah, and um, there's all different kinds of missionary work. I mean, people think of going and telling people who've never heard about Jesus about Jesus, and that is some of it. But there's also 
youth work. Um, there's supporting people with extra needs. There's, um, I mean, at one point I worked in a video studio and we were subtitling uh, Christian films into Albanian oh, right. and making uh, videos for missionary organizations or charities that were out there to give to their supporters. So, I mean, you would never imagine that working in a video studio is part of what a missionary does, but that's part of what I did. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, yeah, I just, suppose it has to change with the times. It does, And yeah. how you engage with the local population. Exactly, yeah. and what they need, yeah. And that's crucial as well, what the people need. Yeah. It's, uh, and when you were in Albania, what was that like? Was that just after sort of the the wars and things that had ha- occurred there? Or? It was a bit later than that. So, I mean, I've heard stories about what it was like in the early 90s when it was really quite, yeah, quite basic straight after communism. But I was there in the uh, 2000s, so it wasn't as bad as that. It was still underdeveloped, and you would still see people, you know, travelling by horse and cart, as well as cars. It was uh, There was a popular song that was out at the time about Tirana, called Tirana, by West Side Family. And they're talking about the contradictions about how you got people walking around with Rolexes and other people on donkeys. Oh, gosh, Because yeah. that's what it was like at the time. Now it's, you know, it's more like your typical European country but mm-hmm. yeah it was a it was a really interesting combination of of the developed and the the really quite rural at mm-hmm. the time i think people would be amazed to discover that like a missionary work is still happening yeah. and that it's had to adapt the way that it has because i think obviously you know growing up and, and when i was growing up going into sunday school it was david livingston and mary <laughs> slaser that was who your missionaries yeah. were and i don't think my, my sort of vision of missionary work had changed <laughs> until obviously I'd heard things like the dwelling place which is, is something mm-hmm. that happens and I think it's in Kenya and you know it's working with women in the area about uh-huh. trying to protect themselves from HIV and getting the girls educated mm-hmm. because there's still in some countries this you can't get the girls educated they're not supposed to be educated to the same level as the boys mm-hmm. and, and trying to sort of chip away at all these sort of what we consider old-fashioned views. Yeah, yeah. And I um, I lead the mission team in my church at the moment, and we have missionaries doing different things. And some of them, it's just not what you would imagine as a typical missionary. For instance, we support Girls Who Are In Navigators, which is an organisation that works with students Mm -hmm. and has, like, one-to-ones with students and small groups to support them emotionally and spiritually uh, while they're at university. That's one of the things that, that we support. When you were talking about the book uh, Rambles, obviously one of them is about going to the Cathkin Braes. Yeah. One is about Cambus Lang. That's and I was right. in particular, because I live in Cambus Lang, and I had been to the park. Now, what I found really interesting is you're talking about the Preaching Braes. Mm-hmm. And the Preaching Braes are in Cath- Cambus Lang Park. Yeah. But Cambus Lang Park wasn't in creation at the time of the no, preaching. No, no, it was. It was just sort of a, a natural amphitheatre next to the burn. It was a sort of a ravine down to the burn that mm-hmm. formed a natural amphitheatre. So there was nothing really there at the time except a big space where you could preach to thousands of people, which mm-hmm. George Whitfield did, amongst others. Mm-hmm. Because I was actually involved with Cambus Lang Park having its hundred year celebration, oh, right. and I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, it's been there for a hundred years, and he's talking about it. And but the park wasn't there when he was there. It was really, really strange. And the other thing was Gilbert Field Castle, mm-hmm. which I, I had, again, during lockdown, you know, one of these mad walks I had gone on and found Gilbert Field Castle. And I don't know why, but I had in my head that that might have been where Mary, Queen of Scots, had stopped during Langside. And then it's 1607. <laughs> nope, my no. dates are out. <laughs> Couldn't have been. 
And to, to hear about this William Stewart, who was a poet that basically had this castle mm. and then there was this terrible accident and that's basically why the castle went into to ruins. And when yeah. you can walk along and you can still see the castle, it's like, oh, wow, it's still here. Look. Yeah, it's lovely when there's remains that you can you can still see. Uh-huh. Yeah. What well, Was things like that surprising? Did you find lots of things like that going, oh, look at that, wow. Who knew that existed? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was like the names of things... Um, were you know quite explanatory you'd look at something called like mansion house road and you're like it's because that's where the mansion house was obviously but you never even think about it Mm -hmm. in day-to-day life and yeah and also like glasgow's parks glasgow is very rich in parks but what i didn't realize was it's not like we knocked anything down to put that park in these are the estates of the big houses and in many cases the houses are still there and Mm -hmm. they've maybe been adapted into a museum or into private dwellings or flats but yeah these um you can read about him visiting people's estates uh, with you know where they've got their tenants and all their their arable land and whatever and now it's a park you know he's talking about queen's park and i can put i can picture that in my head but it wasn't it was private all this mm-hmm. pollock park was private queen's park was private victoria park was private all these places were later converted out of um yeah private land and the you know farm cross just down the mm-hmm. road of course was a huge big farm yeah Hence the reason yeah. Farm Cross, and I'm thinking when you're driving past Tesco, thinking that used to be a farm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was all these sort of things. Incredible, absolutely incredible. What What's next for you? What are you writing next? Right, I need to get back to the thing that this distracted me from, <laughs> <laughs> which was I'm writing about, or at least I'm researching at the moment, uh, the history of Glasgow told through its bridges, because each of the bridges was built as Glasgow grew for different times. They were all built at different phases of Glasgow's history and for different reasons. And um, one of the little facts that I like to kind of see if people know is like where the first bridge was in Glasgow, because there's a clue, again, in the street names that you don't notice. Glasgow's first bridge was at the bottom of the Brigate. The bridge oh, gate is case. the way to the bridge. So Victoria Bridge, that was your original bridge. Wow, yeah. I was just thinking that there's the bridge right beside where I work, mm-hmm. which is probably the last bridge that got built, and it was built by the Danish engineers, etc. <laughs> and it, it's currently, at the moment, got these padlocks. Right. It's it's quite worrying. It's like it's <laughs> trying to, you know, Ponte Vecchio? Yes. Uh-huh. It's trying to emulate that, except in Glasgow. Yeah. So instead of, you know, Dimitri and... Katarina or whatever it's like Shug and <laughs> Agnes or Senga or things like this and there's loads of these these sort of things and you think you know in a beautiful sort of Mediterranean place I'm sure this is gorgeous <laughs> but here this just looks and of course they're plastic some of these are plastic as well and you just yeah. think that doesn't look as cute here as it does abroad. No, I mean, I saw that in Paris. There's one next to, um, on the bridge over to the Ile de la Cité where the cathedral is, there's all these padlocks. And they have to remove them at night because otherwise it would get so heavy that it would damage the bridge. Yeah, that's it. It's going to cause an issue with the bridge. I don't think it's at that stage yet for, no. for the, the one that's nearest us. But yeah, it's quite interesting. That's fabulous. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming in to talk to me all about the book. So I get all of my guests to pick a track and you've, been no exception so you decided to go for the sort of glasgow band delimitri yeah this is very 90s is, is this 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 year you know <laughs> uh, i wouldn't like to comment but yeah <laughs> i think i've chosen like the most modern of delimitri songs to, to not be quite too historical this is rule to me here we go look around your world 
That was Delamitri with Roll to Me. My thanks to Karen Casey Mardassi, who has recently edited Hugh McDonald's Rambles Around Glasgow. Go and get the book. It's actually it's a very very good read. It's very so interesting when you hear what he's talking about, and you can point out different routes where he must have walked, etc. Just fantastic. And I would also say because I forgot to bring it up during the interview, she's also written a book about how to get published. And one of the questions that we discovered quite a lot at the author events that we did in October time with Christopher Brookmeyer and Lisa Gray is that there are lots of people looking to get published. She's got a book that's written all about it. Why don't you download that and get yourself published? And once you've got published, why don't you contact us? Because I'm always looking for interview guests. So this is Here We Go Again with Oliver Tree and David Guetta.
There you go. That was Oliver Trees and David Guetta there with Here We Go Again. Now, I was watching a Sky Arts documentary last, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago with the amazing Patsy Cline. I grew up absolutely loving Patsy Cline. The idea of this uh, incredible, strong female country artist was just great. And I had loads of these cassette tapes. You remember cassette tapes? Um, and I had one that was full of sweet dreams and crazy and heartache, just another heartache. Um, San Antonio Rose, I Fall to Pieces, all of these songs. Crazy was written by the amazing Willie Nielsen. And it was great, just brilliant. So I'd watched all of this and I hadn't realised that she was initially not really regarded as a country singer in Nashville. She was regarded as a sort of, more poppy and yet she wasn't considered pop enough for the pop charts so she was actually the first crossover artist which is another reason why I just think she's incredible. She died incredibly young in a plane crash and she was a mum of young children. Her second husband had to bring up the kids and carry on really. So this is Patsy Cline 1957 with Walking After Midnight. See a weeping willow 
there you go. A little bit of Patsy Cline there walking after midnight from 1957. Another band that seems to be doing really well at the moment is Tidelines. They've got a brand new album out called The Ocean of Songs. And this is from that album. They have got it at number six in the charts. And which isn't bad for a band that's not signed to one of the major like record labels they're going to be performing a gig at queen's park on the 23rd of june but this is tide lines with these days there is always that look in your eye as we pass the evening by where the streets fell in love with the night and the neon glowing
A woman has sadly died after a crash in Castle Milk. The 58-year-old woman was knocked down by a Peugeot at 7.30 on March the 8th on Dugri Road. Police Scotland have launched an appeal into the incident asking anyone with any information to contact them on 101. New figures by Police Scotland show Rutherland to have the second highest number of sex offenders in the Glasgow area. The G73 postcode follows Barlanock's G32 with 41 registered sex offenders. Cambuslang's G72 ranks 7th with 33. A local Cambuslang kebab shop will be dishing out £1 Donner kebabs for a day to celebrate its latest cutting-edge investment. The award-winning Asian tandoori based on the main street are the first in Scotland to serve up their fresh Donner meat with the state-of-the-art machine, which cuts 40 kilos of Donner meat in just three hours, compared to eight hours by hand. On March the 15th, there will be £1 kebabs available to customers. And in sports, Strathclyde Siren star Beth Goodwin says consistency will be key to helping the team hopefully bag a playoff slot this season. The Campus Lang star gave the team a last-minute equaliser in their home draw against lead Rhinos, which left the Sirens seventh after five games of the 2023 netball season. I'm Leona Stewart. That's all your Cam Glen Radio news. If you have a story, please email news at camglenradio.org. Yeah, so today, this afternoon, we'll see a mix of sunshine, variable cloud and scattered showers. By this evening, the cloud will start building from the west. And later on, the cloud could continue to build with blustery rain soon following behind, possibly thundery at times. This will clear later, but further showers will develop at dawn, winds easing just a touch. So your temperatures today are... Hold on. Oh, your sunset doesn't happen until six, half past six tonight. That's getting much, much later, isn't it? Let's go and find the temperature. So your temperature is 10 degrees today. It will drop to five later on this evening. That should be the coldest though. So that is your weather right here on Cam Glen Radio. This is Halsey with Die For Me. I should follow my gut, I don't play anymore 
I went through your phone and called the girls in your DMs and took all them home. And I know it's been a while since the last time you heard from me. Going to a savage, you can hear it in this verse, honey. Turns out it shows, cause they turn out it shows. I sold 40 million copies of our paper, no. Bought some strangers in our beds and now you lost your right to privacy. Spilling all our secrets, you thought they'd probably die with me. No, you know you love it on the low. I'm crazy cause I know nothing's changed so. Said you take off, told me you would die for me I had a really bad feeling you'd be lying to me We were on the low but you were getting high with me Learned a lesson when you showed a different side of sea Said you die for me, you die for me, you die for me But you lied to me, you lied to me, you lied to me Said you die for me, you die for me, you die for me But you lied to me, you lied to me, you lied to me there you go. That was Halsey with Die For Me. Now, I don't normally play the Smiths, but here is How Soon Is Now.
There you go, that was The Smiths with How Soon Is Now. Now, joining me in the studio is my second guest. It is Sally N. Thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me and for coming into the studio, Sally. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in singing and how that came about? Hi, Kat. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. Uh, my name is Sally N. And how I started, um, it's very basic. I can't really remember when I started singing, um, but it was that I was, okay, sorry, I wasn't born in a musical family, so after four years of begging uh, for guitar, my parents finally got me a guitar, and I learned two chords, I think, and I just started write my thoughts down, and I was trying to sing, and to be honest, I wasn't that good back then, <laughs> um, and then I my teachers uh, realized that I'm quite good. So I was uh, trying to sing uh, at school as well. And then I attend Conservatoire as a high school. Uh, took a couple of classes of classical music, what gave me um, good basic skills for arrange. Yeah, um, the theory of music and how you build chords and how you build sounds. Yeah, exactly. And also how to actually manage the voice, do it. Yeah, protecting your voice and looking after your voice, getting the best out of it. I can imagine that too. Um, so how did the song Call It Home come into being? <laughs> That's funny. I was watching a movie. I can't remember what movie was that. But um, one guy over there used a sentence, I call it home. I was like, wow, that's such a such a nice. So I was just playing around with my piano and I wrote the song like in a 30 minutes, I guess. It was something what was very in me. Right, okay. And obviously with you not being from here, I imagine Call It Home's got sort of sounds of going back to your own home country. <laughs> oh yes, that's very true. Also, to be honest, when I was written the song, I was thinking about mother's perspective. Uh, and her fear about losing the child mm -hmm. when leaving home because it was the same time when I was leaving my home to, to visit Scotland. Oh, wow. Right, okay. Yeah, I imagine that would be very traumatic for your mum thinking about you moving over here. So who is it that you work with? How did the song come into being? Who did you collaborate with? So because I'm a student uh, of commercial music right now, I had the chance to meet a lot of amazing people. And I'm working with a producer whose name is Keno, and he is helping me with every song what I wrote. So, Excellent. And are you planning to make it into an album? Uh, well, that's, it's a dream. It's a dream. I would start with EP. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Um, the plan is mm, re-record the song Call It Home and use it as a part of EP, which is supposed to be out at the end of this year. Uh-huh. Great. And how can people listen to you live? Uh, well, so um, with Keno, my producer, and also my guitarist, uh, we do small gigs around air. Uh, hopefully we can do, do more. Uh, maybe basking in, in Glasgow, actually, as well. And um, if you want to listen, not really live, but you still can listen to my music, that's um, online as a, a Spotify or any kind of streaming services. Excellent, thank you for that. And I was noticing on your social media about the singing circle. So tell me a little bit about a singing circle. What is that? Okay, so singing circle, 
Uh, the official title is I Feel You. It's basically my u- university project, but it's also something what I'm very passionate about. And I would say it's a music in meditation or meditation in music. Um, it's easier to experience that it's talking about it. But so I lead a circle like every session. I'm trying to open a space for people to actually relieve their feelings, to feel the body, to be like more in the presence, be here and now. And uh, we'll, I'm singing very easy songs or short mantras, if I can say. And I'm also invited them to sing in along with me mm-hmm. and uh, create a, a story and just Great. be more aware. And I was going to ask you a little bit about living in Scotland and coping with the dialects and the accents. I imagine when you first came here and you, you'd maybe done English in your high school or whatever, and then you came here and discovered all these different accents, thinking, no, we didn't get taught this in school. What what was that like? Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, So before I came here, my English is still not good, but I thought, okay, I have a basics so I can still talk with people and ask them about help. Um, and I came here and I remember the first night I wanted to take a taxi to air. And the guy asked me like where I want to go. But I just didn't understand what he was asking me. So I was just, I just repeat again and again, like, please, can you, can you say it again? I just can't understand. And yes. <laughs> so I don't really... I don't really copy. <laughs> it's it's hard still. It, it is. I think the way the English is taught is because they'll be teaching it as, you know, proper English. And then you discover that there's very few people who speak proper English <laughs> because we all speak a different dialect or a slightly different accent or a speed. I don't know how many people complain about the speed at which we talk. Yes, it's like sometimes... The sentence, which is supposed to be like 10 seconds, it's just it's just not there. <laughs> like half of the words. And that's why I really appreciate that you are talking to me like this. <laughs> I, I'm trying to moderate my tone so much. I'm thinking so It works very well. About slowing things down. So how can people follow you on social media and on the streaming platforms? So... Uh, I'm using name Salian, which is not my name, but that's the artist uh, stage name. And it's Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, BandLab or, or anything. It's just Sally and, and that's, that's me. That's great. <laughs> and we're going to listen to the new song and this is Call It Home. Straight and wouldn't he? 
There you go, that was Sally Ends there with Call It Home. Isn't that just glorious? We're going to now listen to the Sherlock's This Is Siren. Venue number 18, Rutherglen. Get your tickets for an evening of garage rock featuring gelatine, middle class guilt, and fat black cats. 
Tickets are £7 plus booking fee and we have a licence bar so it's strictly over 18s only. Doors open at 7.30pm. Just search for Cam Glenn Presents Tickets. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Yes, you are listening to Cat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio with you all the way through until one o'clock. My thanks to Sally Ann for coming to talk to me all about calling it home. Um, isn't it just great? That track's just gorgeous. And be- then we heard from the Sherlocks with their brand new song called Sirens. So coming up next, we have got Zara Larson with Can't Tame Her.
There you go, that was Zara Larson with Can't Tame Her. Now, coming up, we are going to do a little bit of community announcements. Give me just a second. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Hold on, lost my sheet, here we go. <laughs> Macmillan Lanarkshire are reopening their Canvas Lang support base on Wednesday the 8th of March. From then it will be on every Wednesday from half past one to half past three and you'll be able to access help with financial support, practical and emotional support and help arrange transport for appointments. You can drop in and there's no need to book ahead. Burnhill's Action Group Wellbeing Hubs have restarted on Thursday nights from 6 till 8 in the High Backs just off Penman Avenue. Every week a different activity will take place and there's no need to book, just pop down. Tory Glen Community Base runs a club called Stitch in Time where people can meet up to do some knitting, sewing, crocheting and embroidery. You can share your skills or learn some new ones with others. It's on every Monday from 12 till 2 at the Tory Glen Community Tory Glen Community Base on Prospect Hill Circus. And that's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. This is from Crozier and it's called Die Young. Die. 
There you go, that was Crozier with Dying Young. Up next then we've got one from Jimmy Findlay and this is called Hopeful Love.
every day I see you passing by, I sigh. On Friday, 31st of March, Cam Glen presents live events are back in our venue, number 18, Rutherglen. Get your tickets for an evening of Garage Rock featuring Gelatine. Middle Class Guilt and Fat Black Cats. Tickets are £7 plus booking fee and we have a licensed bar so it's strictly over 18s only. Doors open at 7.30pm. Just search for Cam Glen Presents Tickets. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Now, Ollie Morris is a brand new song out. This is called I Found Her.
that was Ollie Moore's with I Found Her. Now we're coming on to this week's featured artist. It's Kirstine Adamson. She's got a brand new album out called The Landing Place. This is just an incredible sound. This track is called Stars from the South Coast. And if you like listening to this, make sure you go and get tickets for her being at the Glad Cafe on the 29th of June when she is promoting the album landing place here is stars on the south coast
go, that was Kirsten Lambs. Adamson stars on the south coast from her brand new album called The Landing Place and as I said she is performing live June the 29th at the Glad Cafe she's got a credible voice just brilliant I think I could listen to her all night now I normally have a partner in crime Graham but he's not very well at the moment so get well soon this is from his show GMS on a Saturday night between 7 and 9 right here on Cam Glen Radio this is Wham I'm your man
So there you go. That was Wham with I'm Your Man. And if you like that, make sure you're listening to the GMS show Saturday night right here on Cam Glen Radio from 7 till 9. Now, looking again onto tonight's schedule, what's coming up. So at 2 o'clock, we've got the family radio show with Amy Doherty. And then at half past 3 to 4 o'clock, we've got the brand new show, Press Pause, which is listening to music that is taken from nature. At four o'clock, we're going to have the drive time with Craig Harkins. And at six till seven, you've got the blues past and present with the amazing Susan Lyons. Jamie Heaney has got a brand new guest coming in, Sean Finlay, for a live session. And he's playing some tracks from the Pixies, Petty Cassettes and much, much more. As well as our own Roz stepping into Nick Shoes as assistant and talking about her book that she's been part of with Tales of the Battlefield. We've also got another new show at nine o'clock with the Scottish Hip Hop with T. That is followed at ten o'clock with the old chart show with Jim Corbett and finally we have got the artists in residence at 11 later on tonight so make sure you're stay tuned listening in to Cam Glenn Radio now we have got and coming up for you next I have just finished reading The Empire so this is the debut novel by the singer the presenter Michael Ball and he's writing about an old theatre in the north of Scotland sort of just it's just after the first world war and it's basically how they're going to get this theater how they're going to keep it going etc and they've got an aging starlet who basically comes in to help them create a brand new show which they do and it of course is absolutely stunning and we hear all about that it's a very very good first debut book but of course he's much more known for taking part in singing in the theaters so here is michael ball with i dreamed a dream And she was gone 
Michael Ball with I Dreamed a Dream from, of course, Les Miserables. Now, it was my dad's birthday last week. He's 84. It was a very good year. Here's a little bit of Frank to finish us off. When I was 17 It was a very good year It was a very good year For small town girls And soft summer nights We'd hide from the lights On the village green When I was 17 When I was 21 It 